Hi people, welcome to Your Co-Wife Podcast. Your Co-Wife Podcast is for young Christian women who are on a beautiful journey as wives, mothers, and professionals and are not ashamed to pattern their lives by God's word. This is for every woman who is ready to navigate through every season of her life with the right foundations. On today's episode, we are getting real and having conversations on our body and self-image in our faith work. Enjoy. Welcome to Yoko Wife Podcast. On today's episode, uh, we're talking about something very, very, you know, can be touchy. At first, I have a very special guest. She's dear to my heart, even if she doesn't know it, doesn't like to admit it. Her name is Esinet Kaladi. Esinet, you're welcome on today's episode. Good to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm I'm doing a happy dance right now. <laughs> okay, thank you. So today we're talking about body positivity, self-image as women. I I know my daughter, she's three, and right now she makes her hair. She's by the mirror. She's checking out herself like, okay, okay, okay. So it means that we start early. Do you understand? We're always conscious of our yeah. bodies. We, you know... We have moments of, oh, I'm not feeling good, you know, that part and all that. So we're going to be just talking this thing as women, like the journey, especially as married women. And then especially when you get pregnant and then you put to bed. So there's that whole transition. So we just go straight into it. Uh, First, I'd like us to talk about how as believers, because there's a lot going on in the world right now, especially for women. We have people who are not satisfied with their bodies for so whatever reason, you know, who do not feel so comfortable in their own skin. But for believers, how do you, how do you say scripture or your work with God has influenced your self-esteem and how you see yourself in your body? <laughs> I think the first thing is we, a lot of times we don't really talk about the physical I feel as believers, we don't talk about the physical aspect of our insecurities as much. We focus on, oh, of course, because they say, okay, the flesh is, it is the flesh, (laughs) you know? So Mm -hmm. you're spiritually minded. So we're more conscious about focusing on our spirit, the growth of our spirit. So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed through the renewal of your mind. So we are being taught about how do you keep your spiritual man healthy and growing and living? So these conversations about, oh, okay, um, your your body, you, you tell us, oh, I feel fat. And people are like, uh, you know, that's, that's carnal. <laughs> <laughs> and then they quote the scripture, bodily exercise profited little. I'm like, little. <laughs> I'm not feeling comfortable. Um, with my body. So I feel like conversations around how we feel physically is, yeah. it should be more, which is why I'm so excited about, about this, because I feel this is just a platform for us to just have these conversations for me. When I, you said, okay, first time mom. Okay. Yeah. And, um, before I have, my baby's like 10 months now. So before I even got pregnant for me, I was already, I've always had 
insecurities about my body. Okay. And I came from um, a, a space where I, my mom is from Southern Africa. And then, of course, my dad is Nigerian. And uh, there are places in Southern Africa where colorism is a thing. Like, it's a really serious thing. So we're constantly, if you're dark in complexion, you're constantly being seen as a lesser person. And then the fairer you are, the more they want to put you out there, the more they commend you. And so challenges and insecurities about my body, that self-worth was tied to how the society perceived dark-skinned ladies. And I, I struggled with that for years. And it wasn't just me. It was my sisters. It was, and we were, con I, I had scenarios where I would, with, with like four girls, okay. And two of us were dark skinned and two of us were light skinned. Ooh. And then people were like, yeah, so we, we, we walked past a group of guys and they were like, we only see two beautiful, we only see two people here. Or we only see two beautiful people here, you know. And you're hearing these kind of things consistently. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. coming out of that space and then you now come to West Africa where it's subtle, but it's, it's, it's there. If these insecurities they don't stop so now imagine now coming into being pregnant <laughs> so for me the main major thing outside of my complexion the major thing was my weight i thought i was too fat i would look back at pictures like oh, i was real skinny yeah. <laughs> you know? but in the moment now imagine carrying all that baggage and then pregnancy sets in oh dear lord and uh, that, that was my fear. I mean, even before I got pregnant, that was my fear, my weight. And I would stress about it. I would stress and stress and I would worry and I would become, you know, slightly depressed, yeah. slightly depressed. I didn't even know that at, point, at times I was getting, you know, depressed. But I would look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, look at these rolls. <laughs> the rolls are forming. And then I, I in my guest, you know, I I was not like, okay, am I going to be able to to go back? And of course, you 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 work around the teasing. So in the body of Christ, you know, we always ah look at her, her nose. Hey, my sister, when you get in fact, your nose is going to go so yeah. big. You know, and yeah. unfortunately, I now did the most unhealthy thing. I go to social media <laughs> and I'm looking up, you know, how how women's bodies change. And then I'm being shown pictures of um, women's faces blowing up so much. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, it, it got so bad that. I think at a point I, I, I wanted to, I stopped going to church and oh. the excuse I was giving was, yeah, the excuse I was giving was, oh, the seats are not comfortable. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, well, tired. This is not, they were, I could, I had a small pillow, but only me. I think this is probably the first time I'm admitting it out loud that I knew that especially towards the end, the reason why I was not going to church was because I was just too conscious of my body. I, I didn't want to be yeah. seen like 
Ah. Fat pregnant woman with a with a, with a big nose. <laughs> so yeah. So spiritually, you have scriptures. For me, it was Isaiah twenty-three. Yes, it was Isaiah twenty-six, verse three. Sorry, and you know that it it's keeps it keeps coming to you. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind okay. is stayed on you. And for me, yeah. Okay. So for me, my mind was not really stayed on Christ. <laughs> And because it wasn't stayed on Christ, all these other distractions, the what the society yeah. they would see celebrities online <laughs> and they have their snapback body. They're like, mm. oh God. And I stopped eating. Imagine. I, I it was it was really yeah, I stopped eating mm. at a point. And how can you not be eating? And then the baby inside you is eating all of you okay you know oh, it was it was a real that's a lot it was a mental <laughs> I, I, so the thing is when i hear women talk about their stories and especially when they're pregnant and getting fat i can't relate that's another thing because everybody this is something <laughs> I, I, I like to say that everybody has their own experience so the common one you hear is people women generally just add so much weight and then they're looking for how to lose the weight they lose grip of themselves and all that kind of thing but for me my own experience was different if anybody who knows me knows me well i'm so slim so skinny if i use the word but i i can't yes yes, slender the word is slender (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you body positivity yeah. well, the thing is, yeah. it, it's so i was looking forward to being pregnant because i had heard a lot mm-hmm. that when you become pregnant you have to add weight and everything so i was super looking forward to it now i'd for the longest of times i've always felt very you know inadequate um i, I remember because my sister is way bigger than me my mom is well she was like me but no longer like me so i'm like the only skinny female and i'm when i'm saying the word skinny a lot because i think it's you may not like the word but it helped that's what yeah. you identified exactly. with so for so, for so long. long so skinny and primary school oh, that skinny girl so it was like i was using things to to compensate for that so i would say oh she's very pretty but she's skinny you know that's what I hear. But she's skinny. Oh, if it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, she's. Oh, I, so then I had long hair. I still do, but like, oh, she has really long hair. Oh, it's because she's skinny. If she cuts it, she will add weight. I've heard that a lot. I'm like, hey. So at some point, I wanted to cut my. Hair. <laughs> I wanted to cut my hair so bad. If I remember that day, I was like, Daddy, I'm going to cut my hair. He was like, Will you get back? He's like, What is wrong with you? You know, like kind of thing. Just looking for ways to look pretty. Yeah. I think that was and get accepted and then so pregnancy i was like okay i'm going to you know another thing again was that so because it was not that i was skinny it was the fact that oh i didn't have the boobs and the butts you know to be in that that kind of so Mm -hmm. just like how are you even well wondering how will i get married which man will be attracted to me that's the first thing i was like okay So it almost so it, it almost led to me feeling like okay i should just settle for whoever just sort of likes me i'm like at least i was able to 
chose injuries. Yes, because I'm not, for lack of a better word, visually appealing. Do you understand that kind of thing? So yeah. there was there was that, and then there was okay. How will I even breastfeed my child? I, someone asked me like, "How are you going to breastfeed your child? <laughs> You've got no boobs." <laughs> people are so, that's people are so insensitive. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Especially God. in this, I, do, I feel I do, in this right. part of the world, we thrive. We just blurt it's out not, stuff without it was, feeling the impact. So there was yeah. that part. So imagine getting pregnant. I was at first, I wasn't even feeling myself, and then at some point, I started adding weight because when the baby's getting big, I started adding weight, and I was super, super happy. Like, oh my god finally in fact towards the end like the third trimester at the end i was wow it was big <laughs> so that was the first time i've ever been that big in my entire life i was bigger and i liked it i liked it i liked my boobs for the first time i liked my butt <laughs> you know that kind of thing but i liked it and then i give i put to bed and oh it was great you know that whole so the delivery took out the that whole because it was like another day <laughs> story for another day but after i went to bed i was like oh okay ah my boobs were hmm. and now i'm massive i was like <sighs> if i'm <husband> like <laughs> your boobs can be this big <laughs> thank you lord <laughs> I like, I was like, oh really? So you didn't really like my boobs? Like, no, it's not like I didn't like it, though, but it's big, you know. And it was because well, I, I was feeling myself. I was like, oh yeah. So and I heard, oh, once you breastfeed, you're going to get bigger. So I was like, mm, okay, okay, okay. My sister, hmm. three weeks after everything had disappeared. I was back. Wow. I was back to my normal body. Wow. <laughs> so this is the thing. I know people want that snatch, snatch back. I mean, snap back. Oh, like oh yeah, I want to get back to my previous body, and they're so happy. I was not happy. So my own experience was the opposite. Yeah. I wasn't happy because I was like, where did all the the fat go? Where did all the everything was gone? We, yes. You know, so we we are we are constantly. Our mindsets of what perfect is revolves around what is being pushed at us. So there was a time mm. where being slim was the it thing. So you would see yeah. models then, like a decade ago, if you're slim and you're skinny, you know, like I use Heidi Plume or Plum or something like that. They're slim and everyone wanted to be slim and slender. So you'd hear about models being anemic they would purposefully vomit just to be slim so i grew up in that era where if you had to be slim slim was it so it wasn't if you had a big butt or you had um big boobs it was seen as too much you know and then you now had the the likes of the the peak of beyonce and the Nicki minaj coming out you know and it was things like that tend to make form the society if i should say that you understand and we now started to say the boys and started little boys mm-hmm. in secondary school yeah. they were like "Ooh, you know we want a girl that's voluptuous and then you'll now be looking at your skirt like ah, you know 
what is going on exactly? So now we're in that era where we now have the Kim Kardashians that are that are around and the Chloe <laughs> Kardashians, the, they're full, you know. And women are killing themselves to to look like this, you know, and it's you, there's just no rest. <laughs> yep. That's just summary of it. If you want to go with the trends, but it's easier said than done. Believe me, it's easier said than done yeah, because actually, this is it just post. I, I suffered from postpartum depression, and if you look at studies about like six between six to twenty percent of women suffer from postpartum d- depression and oh. they t- over 10 percent suffer from anxiety after giving birth and i didn't even know it was ppd um and here i was you know, i'll just be thinking of death death oh my god my body's like this i hope i don't what if i what if i die what if i bleed to death what if my st- mm. my stitches don't heal you know, so many, so many things that, that come to you, especially after giving birth, that's postpartum depression. So postpartum depression, it, it, it can manifest itself in different ways. For me, I was, I, I was oh, consistently that's thinking that's about the postpartum I was like, depression. oh my God, my baby's gone. I, what, what happens if my baby dies? What happens if I die? Who will look after my baby if I die? You know, God forbid what happens to my husband, if it happens to me, if my husband dies, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it was just, there was okay. a time I was standing cause I, I live upstairs and I was by the balcony and I, I, I normally that's, I always, I'm always by the balcony. I love the fresh air. And then I was holding my baby and this fear gripped me. It gripped me so bad. Oh my God. What is this? And then I, when I spoke to my sister about it, she was like, oh, my darling, <laughs> you know, it's postpartum depression. This is, this is part of it. And then I would look at myself and then I would look at my stomach. And, of course, my stomach, I had stretch marks. Well, not, not as much, you know, but just very few. But I've seen instances where women, like the, the, the whole belly just goes down and then it's so as soon as the baby comes out, you know, your, your tummy is down. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, is this, <laughs> is this me? You know, I, I'm not even yeah. 30 or, but my yeah. body at the time is looking like it's, it's shriveled. And I, that, that uh, waking up to that every single day, yeah. I would, I would just feel sad. And then I would yeah. try and, you know, okay, let me, let me, like I said, that scripture, Isaiah 26, say he who keeps his mind, he, he keeps him in perfect peace, whose mind is on God. Yeah. But it's so easy, so easy, especially if it's something you're looking at, right? So you're looking in the mirror, that scripture is there, but you're looking mm-hmm. in the mirror and you're seeing imperfections. You had, yeah. you felt you had imperfections before you got married, <laughs> before, sorry, before, yeah, before you had a baby. And now these imperfections are manifesting themselves uh-huh. in ways that you couldn't yeah. even have imagined. The things that you feared are right there. I remember there's a time I, when my husband would um, walk in, especially the first few months when my husband would walk in 
would want to come into the bathroom, I'll quickly just hide myself. Yeah. You know, and so true. you know, my husband is a very yeah. person. That, uh, <laughs> what are you hiding there? You know? <laughs> And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just, mm. just I'd hide myself. I'd hide myself. I didn't want to see me in that in that state. And this is also an encouragement to for for the men that are going to listen to this, for the brothers and all those people that are there. You need to, you need to. Yes, you're encouraging yourself, but yeah, you need the encouragement so of your spouse. It it plays such an like. It plays such an important role in helping you when you just look at your, you just, you may not you just, you know, you, you're beautiful. My, my older sister, my, yeah, my, the firstborn, she, she experienced that. And, um, at a point mm-hmm. she was experiencing hair loss and she told us that her husband came to her one day when she was just so conscious, she was rushing to put on her wig so that he would not, but he just came and he just started kissing her head. And kissing her face and he was just giving her all this assurance and all this love yeah it helps it helps it helps so yeah so that that Mm. as much as we lean on god he is the source he is the source but we also need those people around you okay it's getting emotional here But well, well, it's it's really. Um, I think we should talk about this more often, because first off, I didn't even know some things you're talking about, and I didn't even know that it was under was categorized as postpartum depression. Okay, a couple of these things I experienced them. It so is the fear, the, the, the I was so scared. I think because of the kind of experience I had while delivering. For the longest of time, I was too scared. I've always thinking I was going to die, you know. I was so scared about my daughter, you know, and all that. So it's good that we talk about so we know how to identify these things. For the hair loss, for the longest of times, I have refused to even leave my hair down because <laughs> I lost my hair. So yes, yes, definitely, I can relate. Oh, you know, yes, I can definitely relate with the hair loss. I mean, I, I'm someone that, okay. just like you, I, I loved my hair. And it was natural. And it was so full. It was so beautiful. I'm like, oh. You know, and I take pictures and I do my photo shoots with it. And, you know, it was, I, I just loved it. And, and I'll get pregnant. Hi. <laughs> You're choppies. <laughs> And, oh God! and for me it, mm-hmm. it affected me mentally because my hair to an extent was my identity when i would talk about being i i, I confidently i said I, i'm afrocentric so i loved having my hair full and and then all of a sudden i see it breaking and it, it got so much in fact it got so bad now this is me yeah. feeling bad about my body and then my hair too is is included i just vexed and i retouched my hair and i didn't do it properly and mm. i lost more hair so imagine one of the things that you feel for yourself as being beautiful you're now mm. losing that you know so it's almost like oh well my body is like this but at least maybe i, I believe my hair will you know kick kick in and all of that 
I was losing hair. In fact, just up until a few days ago, I was just considering, like, you know, I want to cut my hair. And my mom has been saying, no, <laughs> no. And I'm like, I look at it and yes, I feel... That's the, I think that's the word that describes <laughs> it. I'm laughing, but I feel depressed. I feel... Uh, and I'm still, I wanted to, I tried a lot to lose weight. I've been trying, I wanted to, at the point I wanted to lose weight. And usually what I do is exercise and up <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what I usually do is I have my green teas that I use. And here I am trying to take my green tea. And guess who starts stooling? the baby because it's wow. affecting her through my breast okay. milk and i'm like <laughs> and i'm full of, and this is the interesting thing when you give birth you lose like everything just goes Wee! so i i lost so much weight and i just like slimmed down and i'm like oh girl you did it you ain't gonna be big go girl ah uh, then hmm my sister <laughs> two weeks down the line okay i just blew up and i've not gotten myself back and then there's the frustration of you're going okay. to church you're trying to get something to wear you can't find anything to wear so i took out all my clothes hmm. and i had to pack like three quarters of all my clothes in a suitcase because I can't fit into them. I've had Sundays where I'm about to go to church and I'm like, okay, let me get something to wear. And I'm trying and it stops at my, just below my butt. And I just, at a point in time, I just burst out crying because I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't deal with this. And then there's looking after the baby, there's breastfeeding all night and your body's looking like, I can't, you, you break down, you, you break It's It's a lot to take in and it's real. So I'm just like, Anyone that is like listening, it's real. We are struggling. You're not alone. You know, we look all together. But for you, it was your, your weight. You wanted that weight to come back. For me, it's, I want this weight to be gone. Just yesterday, someone was like, oh, Esnet, because I, I do more, I do shoots. Um, so I said, we want you to come and model for us. I'm like, have you seen me recently? <laughs> have you have you seen me? They're like, yes. No, like, no, like not have you seen? Like, let me say, showing me. Like, have you? <laughs> See how I look? I don't look like a model right now. Yeah. My cheeks are all full, and my nose is. I don't. I don't look. I don't feel like a model. Mm. I don't mm, feel like yeah. a model. And if I don't feel like a model, I can't be a model. And my friend said something to me. He was like, Esnet, any photographer would be blessed to have you in front of their lens. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hi. That was, that was super encouraging. My friend. And I, and I just started crying problem all right i'll come and do this so i'm, I'm preparing for the photo shoot but it's more of a okay. mental thing okay. a mental thing i don't wear short sleeve uh. shirts postpartum post post 
Mm. I don't wear short sleeves because I'm so conscious of my arms. Um, okay. okay. My tummy has gone down, which is which is good for me. For me, right? Um, but yeah, I don't wear short sleeved shirts, and I I still because I can't. I'm breastfeeding. I can't put on makeup because my baby would just smudge everything off. So so most of the time. I'm leaving or going to church or to public places where I have my baby and I don't have makeup on and looking for the beauty, <laughs> looking for the beauty beyond the aesthetics that you've grown so accustomed to. Ah, Looking for the beauty beyond the aesthetics is... Hmm, it's becoming an emotional conversation, but it doesn't stop here. Look out for the rest of the conversation in the next episode. New episode drops every Friday, 7am West African time. So do subscribe to this channel so you get a notification when a new episode drops. Also, I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation with you. So please follow on social media handle, Instagram at Yoko Wife Podcast. If you want a more one-on-one -on -one approach or would like to share your story, your take or have a question as regarding the conversation, do send an email to yokowifepod at gmail.com. See you in the next episode. God bless you.